enceinte. What's going on, everyone? Thank you for tuning in once again to the Undeniable Podcast, episode three, with my boy Jesse Jared. What's going on, Chris? Thank you for coming What's... on, man. Thank you for having me, man. Been looking forward to this since you uh, got this project started. And uh, as we both know, we're very like-minded individuals. To, so to be able to connect um, on, you know, multiple different levels in regards to business, uh, bodybuilding, and, and everything along those lines, I'm really looking forward to getting into it with you, brother. So uh, just a little heads up for anybody watching this. Uh, if you are curious, if he is eating or I am eating, we just, uh, I, I know I just came back from the gym, so I got to get my gains in. Well, I'm making sure that I get my gains in as well. I'm having just a little piece of grilled chicken to hold me over. So, uh, grilled chicken, yuck. Yeah, bland as shit. I'm finishing this fucking cream of rice. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever tried uh, the Gaines Bakery. It's fucking amazing. Shout out to my guy, Ross. Which we will get to that as one of the questions. So, to start off, um tell everybody about yourself describe yourself a little bit and from there we'll we'll leech on to like uh we'll latch on to like the other stuff okay um no so my name's jesse um i'm i'm 28 years old um from new jersey born and raised um kind of got into you know the whole sport of bodybuilding uh a little bit later on um always was really into training um, and my, my level of, of fitness played sports growing up, baseball specifically. Um, once I got to school, you know, uh, college, being inside the gym and, and being in that type of environment kind of was what kept me on the right track. Um, because if anybody knows me, if I have too much free time and I'm left up to my own demise, I'm going to end up messing myself up. Um, so kind of always spending that time in the gym. Um, just translated into my my love for the sport. Um, you know Adrian? Adrian. Hmm? Betancourt? Yes. A good buddy of mine. Um, actually started competing when we were in school. Um, I thought he was crazy for doing it. Um, he's still doing it now. Um, but as, as time progressed, um, I started going to Diamond Gym. Um, down in Maplewood, uh, where we did a shoot once, um, twice, actually twice. And, um, it was probably at like one of the worst points in my life, um, that I found that place and, uh, really fell in love with training itself and kind of, you know, use that as my outlet for every aspect of life. Um, and then kind of realized I was good at it. So, <laughs> After I realized I was kind of good at it and um, it was my outlet, kind of turned it into my passion um, and started really getting into the sport um, probably around 26, 27. Um, I'm 28 now. So been doing it, I would say, more on the hardcore side for about two years or so now. So it's a, a little bit a, about. Yeah, a little bit of late in the game. But I mean, listen, like I tell people all the time, numbers just. I mean, it's, it's, it's nothing nowadays. You can, you can, you can start at 32. You can start at, um, you know, same, same thing for me. Like I tell people all the time, I wish I would have started a lot younger. You probably would have been completely different beings by the, the time. One, you know. one thing I do have to say 
right? One thing I do wish I knew when I was younger, and I mean, I did, I just didn't listen, was my my training style and just to really, you know, slow it down and focus on, you know, the stretch and the squeeze and really not ego lifting. Um, because when you're 18 and, and you're, you're in high school and then you're in college and you're lifting with all your friends, you want to see who's, you know, got the biggest, you know what? So ego, ego weightlifting, man. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. And, you know, it doesn't matter if it's for one rep, you know, you should be training, you know, pretty much till failure. Yeah. Um, kind of my philosophy. Um, everybody's kind of got a different one, but, um, yeah, that's, that, that's definitely one thing I, I wish I did differently, <laughs> you know, starting at a young age with that. So. I mean, look, you can pro you progress in life. You get more mature with what you're doing. Um, I tell people all the time, machines, I feel work way better for me. You know, I'm not saying that I'm getting, I'm saying I am getting older, but I'm not like, I'm worrying more about safety, about my kind of like the way I kind of do things. I used to go through the motions. You know, I'm all about feeling the rep versus you actually getting reps out. People tend to have, oh, look, I have to hit 12, 15. Listen, if you, if we hit the same amount of weight, you know, hundred pound dumbbells, for example, right. I, I've seen people rep that shit for 15, 12. That's awesome. Then you have the same people doing at, at, you know, focusing on the negative, squeezing, you know, slowing everything down. They can't even get to 15. They're going to do six, eight, maybe less. So it, it, it's definitely a different thing. But like how you said, you know, you, in time you end up kind of changing things around you see what's best for you it's learning your body it's learning what works for you um and that just goes back to what you said you know you, age is really just a number in this game um you kind of learn your body you kind of reach your body's you know natural potential you know without dieting without training without cardio induced and once you start introducing those variables mm -hmm introduce uh once you start introducing um those variables into the equation that's when you really start seeing those major changes um that's what really what gets you to drop all that weight the first two weeks you know that you start your diet and then your body starts to stabilize and then you got to start changing things around so um but yeah no definitely to 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 add to that point man i'm glad i started as late as i did um because it kind of you know naturally led me along my life's path to this, yeah. you know, kind of always was something for me. And um, now I'm going to make something out of it. That's kind of, you know, my, my outlook on it now. So. So you, you pretty much went from lifting in the gym to kind of more exploring yourself through fitness, but then you ended up falling in love with, you know, or chasing the whole bodybuilding aspect. Absolutely. What, what made you, what is it that really made you chase the whole bodybuilding aspect behind it? Not just fitness, not just that lifestyle, but like being part of like, you know, you like, you have two different categories in life. I feel like for fitness, you have people that are into the lifestyle. Like, you know, they just want to change for them, you know, for themselves, you know, becoming a better person and kind of doing things and feeling better every day versus now you have us as competitors, as bodybuilders that our days are, literally like way more elite we do so much more we we it's like fucking it's like you know how i was having a conversation with somebody today at the gym it's like groundhog day uh, groundhog day it's literally the same shit over and over and over what made you even, not get tired of that even even your your training shouldn't change for four to eight weeks at a yeah, time the same fucking shit 
for progressive overload in each and every exercise, you know? Exactly. But what, what got you into that? What, what, what really drove you to, to pursue that and stick with that? So, um, I was actually living on my own. I had just moved out. Um, and I was looking for uh, a gym that was a little bit closer than diamond. Um, so I had actually, it was when iron culture had just opened up, um, and, um, became really good friends with one of the owners, Charlie. Um, and he had really said, Jesse, you know, like you should probably look into this and take this a little bit more seriously. Like you have a lot, you could have a lot of potential in this sport. Like you should really, you know, like let's, let's get you going on this. And I was like, Hey, you know what? I'm not really sure. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. You know, it's, it's, you, you put your body through, you know, <laughs> endless amounts of, of stress and, you know, exhaustion and, and all these things. And, uh, about like, after like a month of talking to him and like seeing him go through his, his prep and his show, I said, you know, like, fuck it, let's go. Like, I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, and that's kind of what led me to, you know, wanting to change that type of focus in regards to my fitness, you know, from, you know, just enjoying working out and using it as a release and, and all these things, um, into really, you know, building my body. And, and, and really seeing where, you know, potential wise, uh, my genetics could take me. Cause I mean, I've always been like a, a really skinny kid. It's always been extremely impossible. Um, I wouldn't say extremely impossible cause now it's happening, but like, it was always very, very difficult for me to, you know, put on weight, put on muscle, um, the amount of carbs that I would have to eat, the amount of food that I would have to eat. I mean, the amount of food that I'm eating now, like <laughs> it's. Because before you weren't on a protocol, now you are. Yeah, now, now, now that I am, um, and and even still, like when 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 Charlie and I kind of got started and, and started exploring everything, um, I'd say he was probably like my first coach. You know, he he's having me eat over a pack of Uncle Ben's rice, like in one sitting, like that's that's a lot of friggin' rice, man. And, and, and if you can't sit there and get it down, you know, you got to force it down. And, and that's, that's unfortunate for people who say, Oh, you know what, you know, I just can't gain weight. I can't get bigger. I can't gain weight. I can't get bigger. Well, honestly, it takes sitting in front of a bowl of ground Turkey and rice that you, you really <laughs> look at your I face. I hate that shit, bro. I'm fucking that's why you, shit. that's why you make the meatballs, bro. Yeah, that, you got to yeah. with science. Yeah. And now I'm you when I got my ground, when I got ground Turkey or ground chicken, you you tried that you tried doing the meatballs, bro. I did the ground. Does that help out or no? Brie made them for me. My fiance made them for me. Does that help out? It helped out. It 100%. helped out because the consistency is different. But still, though, and and this is just something obviously to touch on in, in the basis of what we're talking about as well. And, and this is just the digestion side of things for me. When I'm eating whole chicken or you know like whole steak, it, it obviously it is in its full form but when you have you know ground chicken ground turkey ground beef it's already partially broken down so your body doesn't have to you know necessarily work as hard to digest it i mean it just messes with my stomach i don't know about you everything's different with everybody yeah. uh but yeah so i mean look at the end of the day i think i tell people all the time like without j j food is a ginormous very important staple in what you do every day um, I believe every, again, everybody's body is different. It, it all takes, um, it depends what you actually are doing as an intake. Um, you know, are you taking the digestive aid? Are you taking your glucose level? Uh, I mean, pills, um, are you taking all your essential vitamins and what you actually need to break everything down? 
to have your body as a, you know, at an optimal performance. Um, everybody has their own thing. Every coach has their own ritual of what to do, what not to do, uh, why they believe in this and why they don't. Um, and it's again, like I said, still, all the time, we're guinea pigs. Just to touch on this, and I apologize right. to, to interrupt. No, go ahead. But it's it's all trial and error. All of this is trial and error. We're all Even guinea pigs. We're all guinea pigs. Even your first show with a coach, your coach is not going to know properly how to pick yeah. your body. You, you have gone through trials of, of, of trying to peak where you've been lean enough and, and all this stuff. Like it's a constant learning process. Yeah. You know, like every week you change a different variable. You either up your cardio, change your food, keep things the same, see if you're plateauing. Like it's all trial and error. And, yeah. and, and that's what you have to realize. Like, you have a coach telling you what to do as well, but it's also your responsibility as a client and, and as an athlete in yourself to communicate properly with your coach exactly what you're doing and work, what works best for you as well, you know? And, and that's that I have with Joe, my coach, uh, Joe McNellis. Uh, we have a very open line of communication in, in what works and what doesn't work. Um, and uh, dude's absolutely amazing. Brilliant. Brilliant guy. I, I, so, you, know, you know what it is too, man? A lot of people rush to um to have changes and everything um never does he change my plan yeah, yeah. he does so if he gives me a, ch a change in my plan we're not changing it for another two weeks like very seldom unless we're changing we're up in cardio and and i'm not whatever we're x y and z he doesn't change more than one variable at a time and yeah. often still it's not at a week by week basis and i mean yeah. especially this far out of show i mean i'm 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 like 18 17 weeks out now yeah. and variables changing very very That's slowly it. like my coach says all the time if it works it works there's no point of changing something if it's working i was on the same carb cycle last show for eight weeks yeah, i believe it i believe it you know it, everybody's body is different I, man you know the same thing when you're saying when you're saying um the whole thing with the, the amount of food that you have to eat and stuff like that you know um i I was still eating a lot of carbs leading yep. up to my show. The day I had no carbs was the day before. And the day before my last meal was actually two muffins. So it's like, you know, when I, when I would tell people, Oh, um, you know, how many weeks out or this and that, I'm like, Oh, you know, you're looking dry, blah, blah. Like, Oh, how, how low are your carbs or whatever? I'm like, bro, I still have the same plan that the same amount of carbs intake that I had, like literally when I was like 10 weeks out. Well, like, if you're what? doing, to be doing right as calories yeah. calories out your metabolism is speeding up as prep is going 100%. along it's so, a, like it's just some people you know some people are different some people need to be on a keto diet you should be getting more food as prep goes along is my point yeah. you know yeah. you're working harder your your, your caloric expenditure yeah. is going up your metabolism is, is higher yeah. you know you gotta feed the body if more. you're you doing keep... if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing everything will work out fine the best yep. thing that I tell people all the time is that, listen, I mean, I have zero patience. Bodybuilding has taught me patience because everything is not overnight. It's a fucking every day, the same shit process, process, process every fucking day. That's why some people, some people as well, um, they'll stick with one coach. Uh, they don't pick them correctly. You know, you, you just started with that same coach, but then they have their, they get impatient. I'm gonna drop that coach and go to another coach. So what you think the other coach is going to know your body exactly within a year? No, it takes time. That's You're why I don't need my coach. Exactly. Coach. You know what no, I'm exactly. saying? Like, what does he know about you that 
that you know the other person doesn't know about you like you're trying to start from square zero all over again are you trying to build something with somebody and i get it like sometimes you know coach client relationships like sometimes it just doesn't work but at the end of the day you know you just shortchange yourself if, if you continue to you know try and reinvent the wheel you know and then you have these guys that you know are trying to put the cart before the horse and are, are just loading themselves up on shit and tearing their tearing their pecs tearing tearing their biceps and and all this stuff and loading themselves up with gear and that's all the younglings the the, the people that grew up in this uh what happened the storm goblins bro i fucking hate that shit those influencers skinny fucks that want to just shoot up on everything just because they oh i'm gonna get big overnight doesn't work that way bro eat your eat your fucking weedies yeah going back to um i know you mentioned the iron culture um you were there and you kind of you know got more into the whole bodybuilding you know aspect of i'm a big believer as well it has a lot to do also with the environment yeah uh if the environment's hardcore and you have a you know a good buddy system there you have um good supporters um you know a good a partner or anything like that you know that kind of goes a long way i do agree in that sense um but at the end of the day and i mean this is also something that i've just learned from obviously doing this myself and you could attest to it too you know like you have to it's not every day you're going to want to wake up and do the work the work still needs to get done regardless so having a good partner and a good support system is is great but the environment is everything yeah. Like I go, I go to diamond now, like my phone's in my backpack. I don't have headphones on. Like I am, I am there. I am present mm-hmm. in my moment. And, and, that, and that's really what it's all about. And, um, being involved in, in, in being, in being in one of those environments when you're trying to grow, like that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing. And I mean, did I lose you? No, you're good. All right. I, I lost uh, it for a second while you're good. Yeah. That, I mean, uh, the biggest thing for me, I mean, is, um, you know, if, if, if you don't grow, you, you die. If you don't change, you die. If you're not looking, you know, for a constant state of evolution, you, you stay stuck in, in, in your situation. If you have a standstill in life, there's no point of living. You're not no. moving nowhere. No. The, the point you're, is for you to progress every single day at something. In a constant negative feedback loop mm-hmm. and constantly feeding into those patterns that you have lived in for your entire life, you know? And at the end of the day, and actually like somebody had asked me this question last week, they're like, Jess, how's prep going? You know, how, how are you feeling? I was like, you know, every day, you know, just trying to be better than my last. And they checked me and they were like, well, if you know what, you're not progressing, you know, like don't, don't, don't be around here. Like this not what, that's not what this environment is. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, I knew I was doing that work at the point in time, but it just really makes you think like the people around you are who you become at the end of the day. You know, like I surround myself with, with people who, who, you know, want more out of life constantly are, are, are motivated in, in driving themselves in, in, in business and bodybuilding and, and, you know, their own personal level of, of relationships, you know, family life, you know, um, and, and that's what breeds success, you know, like you don't hang around people that are constantly doing the same shit that they were eight years ago. Like, that's not, that's not good for anybody. Like, it's not a good look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so I see that you were mentioning, um, 
well, before you guys showed the sauce, um, yes. with the whole food thing, uh, how do you, how do you kind of like get yourself more interested in, in, in eating, you know, eating the same shit over and over is boring. You get tired of it as we, as you know, you know, we're competitors. We do the same fucking shit for weeks on weeks. We'll be lucky if we get maybe a change of, uh, I don't know, fucking a couple extra 20 grams on this, maybe a cheat meal here. And we'll get to the cheat meal later on. But um, what kind of makes your food exciting since you're doing the same exact way? What sauces I mean, are you using? So, um, what's the craziest type of mix you've ever done, you know? So basically, um, <clears throat> what I do now to kind of keep everything interesting um, is uh, I have a, a partnership kind of with uh, the Flavor Gang. And I have a uh, kind of like a little code with them. Um, so I really stock up pretty much on every single sauce that they have. And I'm not, not trying to say that to be ridiculous. Like literally my whole bottom shelf is full of flavor gang sauces. So shout out to Ross for really making uh, prep super easy. And I mean, you can even attest to it. Like you have the Grammys candy, like, and, and the brownie batter. Like I have cream of rice. I eat that twice a day. Uh, yeah. So having those two different flavors also, you know, he's got birthday cake. And I mean, I sometimes occasionally. Yeah, I got birthday cake. I haven't even opened it yet. If I if I'm in a rush and I can't get to a microwave, like I'll do Gerber, um, I'll switch up my proteins. So I'll do like the fruity pebbles and I'll do like a chocolate, just to try and keep it interesting. Uh, but you have to find and and, and this is the, this is the thing with bodybuilding, and I'm trying to put it very like in in, in the right words. Like you have to enjoy the minutiny of 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 every single little thing being the same and this that's that's what you said like every every single action that you do every day is the same from from the time you wake up the time you get on you know you do your fasted cardio you know time you eat your first meal you know and, unless you, you know go to work or your work schedule is different that day or you train earlier or later whatever it may be the only thing that switches are the order of your meals everything else is still the same every day same shit. Why the do you think it changes the days of the week? Same shit, different day. <laughs> Literally. Ding. But um, uh-huh. yeah. So I do um, I do the sauces. Um, shout out to everybody who fucked this up for me. Um, thank you very much. Nobody knows how to refrigerate their sauce. So this is actually uh, my favorite one by them. This is Sir Richard's yummy sauce. Yo, like a spicy mayo. That shit is amazing. Bro, it amazing. is literally like think of like you get a shrimp tempura roll that's exactly what i was about to say yep 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 and anybody very curious how you just said you know if you're a sushi lover that type of spicy mayo that's on that sushi that's exactly that 2.5 grams of fat yeah Yeah, i don't i don't know how you beat that so yeah i mean a a good a good uh way to also put it you know um these sauces um the majority of them are very very useful for off season. Um, at least I have them in my meals. You know, I'm not a person that's so if I strict myself too much, the sugar-free ketchup only, I'm going to just fucking lose my mind. You know, as long as you're actually doing what you're supposed to be doing, I don't see why not, why you can't add these sauces. Your calories from sauces shouldn't matter. You're doing the work calories from sauces shouldn't matter. Exactly. I mean, unless it's something where, you know, you're having like fucking Chick-fil-A sauce on your fucking chicken and rice and it's got 10 grams of fat and then you're fucking up everything. Yeah. So your most favorite sauce is yum sauce, yummy sauce. Yummy sauce, the, 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 
It used to be called yum yum sauce. Now it's Sir Richard's yummy sauce. But Richard. that I would have to say uh, mutant sauce, Nick Walker's. You see, I had so much of that that I just. You couldn't do it anymore. I just had so I went through bottles. I just That's kind of how I was with the butcher sauce. Yeah, uh, the butcher sauce. I barely try. Maybe when I have steak, of course, that's very good. So butcher sauce for anybody that didn't know that literally is like a chimichurri. Fucking amazing. Yeah, literally, yeah. literally. Fucking amazing. Uh, and then the sweet poppy. That's that's pretty good. I have that on my chicken. Sweet poppy is probably one of my yeah my go tos. It, it's it's a tangy honey mustard. Very tangy honey mustard. Mm -hmm. My least favorite is, uh, I'll be honest, hundred percent honest with you, sriracha maple. I haven't had it, so I couldn't. Have. I have Russ. I have not had anything I haven't liked. Um, I don't like it. What's your least favorite from what you have right now? Probably you gotta have. The, you gotta have a least favorite. Probably the butcher sauce because it's the old one and it's a little bit runny. But I heard that he fixed it and he's releasing it this weekend for the Arnold. So oh, I'm excited. so he is gonna re-release that because yo, mine is kind of runny. Yeah. Yes, it just came back out. Okay, that's one thing that I was kind of like curious about. I'm like, oh, you know, it, it still tastes good. It's just that it's it's a little runny for me. I, I don't. That's why I don't use it that much. Big consistency guy, no. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. Let me see. Uh. All right. So you got bodybuilding in life. You have uh. You know your normal routines in life. Uh. You are getting married soon. Congratulations to that. How you. do you juggle your life? How do you juggle, you know, you're getting ready for a show. How do you juggle bodybuilding? Um, I, can, I can speak upon being in a relationship, kind of like juggling that with bodybuilding. I know stepping into marriage is going to be something different. You know, you're prepping for a wedding. It's a headache here and there. Doing things, you know, months and months and months and down the line, you know, for who's going to be in wedding and, you know, what food and this and that. How do you juggle all that and still kind of keep focused on what you're doing? It, uh, it, it all comes down to prioritization. Um, and I kind of, and this is funny because uh, a good friend of mine gave this to me. I got my three Bs. I got Brie, I got Beyond, and I got bodybuilding. So I got my three, I got my three Bs. Um, nice. So I have to really focus um, on those, those three things um, and keep them at the forefront, you know, of, of my mind at all times and everything that I do. Um, also, just remembering bodybuilding is a part-time thing for me. You know, like my life literally can't be like, oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, I got to eat. Oh, I did that. Did that the first time. Yeah. Did, did, it's, not, it's not good for the relationship. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it, it's got to, you have to, you have to be able to turn it off and realize that not everybody else understands yeah what you're going through. And it's also not their responsibility. It's your choice. So if you want to fucking be hungry, you're going to be hungry and you're going to sit there and you're going to be hungry and you're not going to complain about it. I tell uh, people, I tell people, make sure you are prepared to, with your meals and still do what you have to do. If you're taking that serious, because the, your loved one, how you just said, your loved one did not sign up for that. The only thing they signed up for is to support you. The point is to still balance life out and give them the proper respect and time that they need while you're still doing your thing. If you're hungry, have your meal. Don't complain all the time. Do what you yep. have to do. Prioritize equally. Yep. You have to, because at the end of the day, 
um, if you start to put, you know, too much into bodybuilding, too much into your relationship, you know, too much into your business, other, other areas of, of your life, you know, are going to suffer, you know, you're not going to look as good. You're not going to feel as good about prep. You're not going to feel like, you know, you're putting all your eggs in one basket, you know, um, or, you know, your relationship's going to suffer, you know, you're going to argue, you know, with your significant other all the time because they're not getting the attention and affection that they need because you're just constantly shut down or you're tired or you're miserable or you're grumpy, you know, um, honestly, that's not, that's not their fault. And at the end of the day, like you said, that that's not what they signed up for. You know, they signed up to be with you. Um, at the end of the day, um, it's your choice to bodybuild. And, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be with somebody that sees my dreams as her own. Um, yeah, I, 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 man, I, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for any more. She's, she's the most amazing human being I ever met. Um, and I want, I want to help her achieve, you know, everything that she wants to do. You know, she wants to save all the pit bulls in the world. I'm all for it. You know, like I, I, I she wants to, she wants to retire one day and, and start her own res- rescue. Like I'm, I'm all for it. You know, like that's, 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 that's my ride or die. Like that's my number one in, in everything that I do. Um, I, I, I truthfully, I don't even open my mouth. I try not to open my mouth before running it by her because I know if I open my mouth, I'm going to say the wrong thing. Yeah, um, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I have to, I have to double check, you know, I, you know how this whole term goes, you know, um, fucking, um, you know, I got to talk to the boss first. Yo, she's the boss. I remember when I was younger, I used to be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you know, I got, I make my own like decisions. Yes. When you're single, you make your own decisions of what you want to do in life. When you're you with somebody to- else, other person exactly. while making those exactly. decisions because yeah. every you make that person is going to be affected by 100 percent. you know if i want look do i want to like all right so this whole room is not officially done right either way when i'm doing my podcast you're not going to see what's what's back here um uh, i'm supposed to you know still hang up a couple things right here i'm supposed to i want to buy and i have the money for it like i want to buy a, a bomb ass tv right here because i'm going to host uh set up like a you know my entertainment room with um TV, PS5, all that type of stuff. So I can stream. Do I have, you know, is it, is it great for me to buy right now, you know, $2,000, $3,000 TV without telling her a hundred percent not. Why? Because we also have things that we prioritizing here. You know, we're buying, um, she likes, um, changing up the bathroom, you know, theme, you know, spring, summer, all that type of stuff. Right. So we're buying stuff for the bathroom. We're buying stuff for downstairs for my daughter's room. We're buying stuff. We got to rebuy paint for the living room. We're going to, you know, paint the mantle and this and that. That's, that's money to make her happy in her home. I think, I think a, a female's perspective on the way things go on in the house is what makes her happy. You know, some people could be different, but Literally. she loves this shit. She fucking loves it. Me, whatever you need, you let me know. I'll get the money for it and we'll do it. I can care no. less, but whatever at makes end, her happy is more important. At the end of the day, my, my, my wife, my fiance, she's the person that makes his house a home, not me. Um, and, and like you said, like that's, that's what they do, you know, like at the end of the day, like uh, <laughs> when she came into this place, it was not, it was not, it's not, it was not, it's, it was not the home that it is now. You know, and not and not not to mention now I got two little little fur babies over here, so I got Grace and I got my 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 little guy Jack that we're fostering right now. So, got that going on. Touching on that topic, what's your um fiance's name? Uh Brian. Brian, right? Yeah. Giving you a little a little thing, a little idea. You should come out with a shirt. Brian Beyond Bodybuilding. 
Rihanna Beyond Bodybuilding. Those three Bs, you make it unique into the, you make it unique into a, you know, a nice like. Little slogan type thing. Yeah. yeah. It's not a bad and get, idea. And get it out there. That's dope. That's not a bad thing. And that's something that, that matters to you. You know what I'm saying? That's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, man, it all starts with a strong foundation, you know, in, in, in structure and, and, uh, Obviously, you have to create it for yourself, but, you know, really having a, a, a great partner by your side to, you know, really cement those habits and, and, and those thought processes in your head, even when you second guess yourself is, is really the, the most important thing. Because obviously, you know, I mean, being in this sport, like, it is probably the easiest thing to do. It, it, the, the easiest thing to do is probably get in your head. Uh, about anything. Oh, I look like shit. Oh, I'm not working hard enough. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Everything. Blah, blah. Even when you think it's, you're shredded, it could be a certain lighting. I tell people all the time, bodybuilding is an illusion. Me standing in a regular, you know, in a regular room with amber light or white light or whatever it is. You got no those pump, fancy- No nothing. No, nope. no, no, not even no pump or nothing. You're yeah. like, oh, fuck. I was like, shit. Go get a pump. Go stand in good light. All, you know, angles or whatever the case is, you look fucking fantastic. And it's also based off the way you feel. Bro, there's there's a picture of of me and me and my fiance after after um, I got on stage after I won my class last show. Like I no pump wasn't flexing nothing. I looked like a regular dude, flat as hell, skinny, normal. Like you wouldn't think that I just got off a of stage and, and won my class and, and looked how I did on stage, you know, like that's the thing, like bodybuilding is, is definitely an illusion. And like, at the end of the day, like you see all these people on Instagram, like you don't know, like they, their filters and like what they put their stuff through. And like, at the end of the day, like you just have to be real with yourself and, and happy with the work that you put in on a, on a day-to-day basis. And just know that all the progress, you know, even though you might not see it in the short term, definitely adds up in the long term. You know, I mean, along the cross, uh, along the course of <clears throat> like a, a 16 week prep, you're, you're really not losing more than a pound or, or, or if that a week, you know, like you really shouldn't necessarily be because then you're coming down too fast. Um, you know, so at the end of the day, you know, I don't even know what I'm saying. You got to You just got to stick to what you're doing. You have to, the, the, the whole, the whole, um, the whole filtering thing and the whole getting into your head and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, one thing I've noticed is, uh, the, the people that put filters on their, on their pictures the most are the same people that are insecure about themselves. That's absolutely the case. Why? Cause you look that way through that photo, but in person with no, no look, I'm, I'm very big on filters when it comes to, like editing your stuff. If it's done through like- professional work. Absolutely. There's a, there's a time and place for everything. You're not going to take, like we, when we went out to um, get lunch after my, uh, in between uh, pre-judging and finals yeah. at my first show, um, the picture you took of me, me and Brie at the, at the restaurant did not have the same type of, you know, it's different. It's different. Shot. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah. there's a circumstance for everything. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like you're going to, you People who go and then edit their state shots, like, why are you editing your state shots? Yeah. Like, that's what you look like. I mean, I... Now, again, I'm very big on if you're doing it professionally through a camera, that's different. I always think bodybuilding should not be something that's a normal type of look. It should be something that, you know, like, at least for show days, super, like, you know, nice and enhanced, like, you know, like, giving that gritty look. 
Then you have people like, for example, the gym that I go to is like your fitness, right? You, ha you have a lot of people that would use, there's a difference between you having a posing room for competitors and a difference between you having a posing room for just those influencers or, you know, just people just literally going in there, just going like this, taking a picture and done. Those same people are the people taking a picture, filtering the shit out of them. Then I'm over here as, you know, as a browser on Instagram, like, damn, this dude is fucking shredded. And then you see him in person. What the fuck? Bro, who is this? Where's all your lines? And I'm like, wait a minute. You fucking filter the shit out of them. So you could look this type of way. And those then are the those are the same people that get in here. They say, you all look like shit. And then they look for validation from everybody. Me? Validation okay. here. That's where exactly. it is. You have, exactly. Like, have and you keep happy. it to yourself. You keep it to yourself. You know, it, it is what it is. Do I show you pictures all the damn time? I'll show you pictures like, like once every four months or whatever. I'll send them to you. I'm like, oh, this is how we're looking right now. That's it. You'll send your stuff to me, right? Because we 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 want to give our feedback, but it's not something that you're looking for validating from from everybody for like all the time, all the damn time. You have people posting literally what they look like Monday, and then Tuesday, and then Wednesday, and then Thursday. Come show day, bro. You look the same how you just did. Nothing's changed. Like because what you look like five weeks out, and what you look like at show day. What happened? What did you do? past five weeks i mean that's why people a lot of people talk about it. all these filters with people you know at the gym posting all these fucking crazy you know filters and stuff like that on them and then comes to show day and then you're like oh, oh what the hell person. oh he's way smaller in person yeah that's fucking crazy man. i can't stand shit like that no i just i i don't i don't understand i i get it you want to be a part of something then be a part of something yeah. uh fully commit to it like you 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 wanna you wanna pose so pose pose the right way like don't 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 use a posing room for uh, I just don't I don't understand I I guess it's like a gen whatever or or, or or even like I mean look, again this is this is all my opinion you know I could be wrong about anything but this is just the way I I, I guess I'm a, little, I'm a little bit more old school when it comes to that. um or even the fact you know you have your coaches right that you. You pick up somebody brand new and you hype the shit out of them. Like, like there's some fucking next, next person that's going to cause fuck. Yo, listen, work first, show what you have. Then you can speak. Also, you, you the, your coach is not supposed to be there to do that. Yeah. Your coach is supposed to be there to, to keep you grounded, keep you realistic and hold you accountable. At the end of the day, if, Joe doesn't feel like I'm working hard enough or I am not doing what I need to do to, to get on stage. He's not going to let me get on stage. We already went through this once this year. So like at, at the end of the day, like you are responsible for doing the work yourself. You have a support system, you have a coach, but at the end of the day, nobody's going to hold your hand. You have to lift the weights. You have to eat the meals. You have to get your rest. You have to do your cardio and you have to put in the work. That's it. Oh, 100%. All right. So real quick, um, I'm noticing your shirt beyond. Um, so let's get what is what is what does BAM stand for? Which yes. and if nobody, you know, if anybody that doesn't know, um, that's his personal brand. That's his uh, things they've been working on. So what is what does BAM stand for and what's the meaning behind it? 
So um, I got I got um, beyond all measures. Uh, Bam obviously is a derivative of my last name. My last name's Bambo, um, but um, I got it started when when COVID kind of got shut down. Um, I I got furloughed uh, from my job and I kind of had a little extra money. So I said, you know what? Something that I've always wanted to do is try and make money for myself um, because I've always uh, I've, I've worked in retail for a very long time um, and I've ran pretty pretty large scale businesses. But at the end of the day, I was selling somebody else's product. Uh, I wanted to create something that was mine and I wanted to sell my product and I wanted to create something that, you know, people could wear and, and, and would like and wouldn't say, oh, that's a piece of shit. I can't believe I spent 30, $45 on that. Um, so beyond all measures is, is really just going by exactly what it is, you know, by any means beyond all measures to really, you know, accomplish whatever you set out to do in this world. Yeah. Uh, any type of adversity that you may, you know, be faced with in your life uh you just kind of have to go beyond that you know you can't really think too much and you just have to kind of put your head down and, and work um and actually um as of late um good buddy of mine um ifbb pro uh steven rogers uh credit um he and i kind of you know got really, really close and started working together on this. So we kind of, you know, he's, he's my partner now um, in all of this. And uh, we kind of merged our two brands. So like he has his brand Washington Aesthetic and I have my brand Beyond All Measures, you know? So even to double it down, it's beyond the aesthetic, you know? So what we do as bodybuilders, you know, there's so much more to us as humans, you know, um, you know, um, in, in every aspect, you know, like people associate what we do as being your personality trait, you know, like we have feelings, we have emotions, we live lives. We, bro, half of, half of these IFBB pros, I mean, unless you're somebody like Brandon or, or somebody who has like something crazy going on, like where you're, you have your own supplement company. Like a lot of these guys, like, um, they, they, they work, they work 12 hour days, you know, George, George Peterson before, you know, he, he was working full days, you know, like Ronnie Coleman was a cop, you know, at the end of the day, like these are people, they are human beings, you know, way more than, than just the exterior, you know, like they do what they do, find out why they do what they do, find out what works for them. Like, because you're obviously asking the question, you obviously want to know how to do it yourself or at least get yourself in a better place yourself, you know? So just doubling down and, and really, you know, going beyond by any means to really improve yourself on the day to day. Um, so that's, that's kind of what it all stands for. Well, that's good. That's great. That's a, that's a good, uh, that's a good way to put it. Um, you want to kind of, kind of go unlock a new level for yourself and kind of go beyond that. And, you know, every day you run through different obstacles and stuff like that. How you just said as well, you know, uh, you have people that live and breathe uh, bodybuilding because that's the only thing they have. And then you have people like us that, you know, uh, I mean, you know, I I'm no longer working for Apple, but it's it's people now you're working when you work for yourself or you're working for your a brand that you established that that's personally yours. You're working 24 seven. It might not look like it, um, but in a sense, you're, you know, we have our phones, you know, you connect with other people and you're trying to make, uh, you know, new partnerships and you have that support system to back you up. Um, it's all about, you know, putting 
how you just said before as well, you know, the whole thing with working in retail and working for these other companies, you've realized that so many years you were working, you know, to get a paycheck, but you're putting money into someone else's pocket while now you're your own business owner and you're trying to move beyond and you're trying to, you know, move yourself to have all that type of profit go into your pocket for your family. Because, you know, it's, 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 it's a two, two different lives. Uh, we work a lot harder, you know, we have a, you know, a, a normal life trying to get into this bodybuilding culture while you have others that literally wake up. All they have to do is eat, train, go back home, sleep. I, that's, that's, that's boring. But at the same time, you know, that's awesome. You know, they, that's not me. no, no, but, like, but in, a, in a sense, nobody, you don't have to like work. Nobody would else, nobody else would understand that. Yeah. It would, no, 100%. It would nobody else would understand. That. That's I, I not, like. I like creating stuff like, you know, um, being able to be an owner of, of what you want to accomplish in life and then be proud to say, yo, that's mine. You know what I'm saying? Then build a name behind that. It's a struggle and everybody start, you know, nobody fucking starts unless you were born into a rich ass family. Nobody starts at a million dollars. You have to work your way up. Uh, let's see. Okay, real quick. So with everything that you end up gaining over in time, uh, with your current age, you know, building your brand, um, trying to create this legacy for yourself for bodybuilding, you know, marriage and, and, and what you're currently going through, what's one thing that you could tell yourself in the past with what you gain now? Just keep going. Okay. Just keep going. Be relentless and just keep going. Um, because um, you're always going to have shit happen to you in life. Um, at the end of the day, um, it's how you handle it. A circumstance doesn't make a man, like a circumstance um, or, or a situation doesn't determine what kind of person you are or a mistake. Uh, it it how you handle it and, and continue to move forward is, is how, you know, you ultimately be viewed as a person because at the end of the day, you know, everybody has their stuff. You know, I, I look at you. I don't know what you went through. I, I, you know, you look at me like we had a conversation, like you don't know what I've gone through in my life. But at the end of the day, it's, it's all about continuing to try and overcome that and be better every single time you are faced with a different scenario. You know what I'm saying? Like, Life is always going to be there. Shit is always going to happen, but you're going to have to figure it out like one way or another. Um, so lean on your disciplines and, and everything, you know, your, your structure and that, that strong foundation you have and, and be relentless, be relentless in, in the pursuit of, you know, what makes you feel alive at the end of the day. And, and for me, that, that was, that was bodybuilding and, and, and creating my own brand and, um, uh, I have never felt more fulfilled in my life than when I am doing what I want to do, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, like shit does happen, you know, like I've had a lot going on as of late and I haven't been putting as much into my brand as I would like, you know, like that's been the last on the priority list, you know, out of the three beats. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, like that's going to be my legacy because like you said, like in this world, you have your name, and you have your work, you have nothing else. Yeah. Uh, and the, ultimately those two, you know, 
you determine your legacy. You, you know, like you determine, you know, what you leave behind in this world. Yep. And I, I want to leave something behind that's going to help people live their lives in a more positive way every single day. You know, cause I mean, that's something that I struggle with, you know, like depression wise, like I, I absolutely suffer from depression and like, you have to know that there's always going to be a, a, a brighter day. You know, the sun is always going to come out, um, you know, regardless of what's in front of you. Um, and you have to lean on those disciplines. And um, at the end of the day, like going to Diamond Gym, you know, surrounding myself with individuals like yourself, you know, like my coach, you know, like, like Steve, like, like my fiance, like, you know, my family. Um, that's what keeps you on the straight and narrow. And that, that's what really, you know, keeps you going in the right. Sorry, my phone. Go ahead, go ahead. So, low battery. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. Look, uh, I, take, take this with you. And I tell this to everybody. You wake up for a reason. Your yep. job isn't done. No. You know, it's scary. You know, there's been situations, you know, people dying in their sleep and stuff like that. It's kind of scary. But I'm a firm believer if you wake up the next day, it's because you have a lot more to do. Absolutely. Once you die, once you rest, that's it. Your name is there, remembered for what you did, not for what you didn't do. It also, uh, but also at the end of the day, like it, it, it depends on how you look at it too. Because you could be that half, half, glass half full, glass half empty type person, you know? Yeah. So if you're that glass half empty type person, go into tomorrow trying to see the glass half full. Just a little bit more. Just a little bit more in the glass. Uh, Every it's not about rushing. It's not about getting to the top nope. of the glass. It could, it could literally be the slowest dripping faucet in the entire world. But guess what? You will learn patience. You will learn to see the glass half full. You will learn to have gratitude in everything that you do and everything that you have. Because like you said, like some people don't wake up the next day. And I, honestly, with, with this sport, man, and, and the shit that has gone on this year, like there, there's been too many people. Like this is like a very, very serious sport and what we put our bodies through. It's, it's not funny at all. Like Tell me about it. That shit's, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and, but and I, we we like this type of type of psychotic life. I wouldn't trade it for anything, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. So real quick, uh, yes. and we'll and we'll leave everybody with this. Um, I go pick up my daughter soon. Um, <laughs> I have to go train. Yeah. So, what's the end game with what you're trying to do? What are you trying? What's the end game? You know, let's link this together with the, you know bodybuilding brand um your name what's the end game that you're trying to accomplish well where, where um, would you stop like you know what's your ultimate goal i mean my ultimate goal is to obviously i mean become an ifbb pro and i think that's that's pretty much I, I i i'm not trying to sound stupid but like if you if you start bodybuilding ultimately and if you're in the mpc that's a that's a goal right yeah. um you know would I love to be on the Olympia stage one day? Do I think it's possible? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, like, and we talk about this, like I'm getting married in six months, you know? So once, once that change happens, you know, like my priorities are going to be different. It's going to be on my family. It's going to be on my business, 
you know, like bodybuilding will still obviously be very, very important to me. Um, and it'll, it'll be a major part of who I am and, and where I've come from and, and my basis as an individual. Um, but I don't know if it's going to be at the forefront of that list. So uh, just trying to, and I obviously, you know, make that happen before, before I get married, you know, is, is obviously, you know, like the, the biggest objective. Um, and if it happens, it happens. If not, I, I did my absolute best. And I know I absolutely put everything that I could into this, you know, um, and then I have to take a step back at the end of the day, look at it with Joe and, and, and Brianna and my fiance and, and really say like, is this going to be possible someday? Is this, is this really worth pushing or, you know, like, take a step back and like honestly at the end of the day like I want to use my experiences going through these preps to help other individuals you know like I'm helping this kid get ready for his first show right now and I have never felt so fulfilled like in in in, in being invested in somebody else's process like kid doesn't skip a cardio session doesn't skip a meal doesn't eat off plan like bro I don't even do that like I, I I'm, I'm sorry like and if everybody wants to say oh, I'm an IFBB pro and I've never missed a meal and I eat all my meals and I do all my cardio and I, I, hit, my, I hit my workouts the absolute hardest every single day, you're fucking lying. You're lying. You're lying to yourself. <laughs> because let's face it, you know and I know you got some ga more ga uh, you have more gas in the tank some days than others. You know, so at the end of the day, um, got to be real with yourself. So end game for me, try and take this turn pro and really see where my life takes me in, in regards to, you know, my bodybuilding career. And, and, you know, I'm ready to ready to be a husband and, and start my own family and, and really start focusing on like that aspect of my life and, and getting more back involved in my brand. Like I had said, like I haven't really been, um, but being in prep and having that extra structure helps me, helps me, you know, with my time management um, and, and really, you know, aligning myself in, in where I need to do and what when what I need to do and when I need to do it um not to mention this shit's really fucking expensive yeah. so having having my business going is, is another 100 no, and, and you know what this is a message for uh for you for everybody um that listens to this uh listen to this um at the end of the day man look take it day by day um there is no point in rushing in life uh you can only control what happens to you every single day based off your actions um I'm a firm believer you know you go to buffet you fill up your plate right Try to fill up your plate the most that you can that you're, you're that you're able to actually eat. Whatever you have in that plate, if it's gone, mission accomplished, right? You came to eat. Point is to get as much as you can done with the time that you have. Marriage is coming up for you. you like you said, you don't know if that's going to be now, you know, bodybuilding is going to be priority anymore. You just mentioned something about you, you know, helping somebody out. You're, you're literally turning now into a teacher without you realizing it. You're teaching others. Maybe what, what your legacy is later on based off your marriage and having different priorities, kind of teaching people on the side, maybe coaching people on the side. Whatever it is in life that anybody does, take it day by day. There's no point. You can't, don't, don't you know, and, I, and I'm very, I, you know, I'll start thinking about what I want to do next week. You can think about things, but you can't control what you're going to do next week if, if you're not done with your day. Do what you have to do first. Get it out of the way. Prioritize. Bodybuilding isn't everything, but... Stage is always going to be there. But always. it stabilizes. It, it keeps me in check. If I did not have a coach, if I did not have 
if I didn't have a coach, I wouldn't have this, uh, um, this discipline that I have now without me being on a regiment, without me being taken, without me taking myself serious, my life isn't serious because that's just the type of person that I am. When and I wasn't paying, same thing. I'm when I wasn't paying for a coach, when I was, you know, we were trading for video content, you know, in 2018, you know, I was thankful for everything. He was giving me sick ass plans, but what was I following to the team? No. Why? My money wasn't going nowhere. Okay. Now that I'm paying him and I, you know, I snapped out of it. I wanted to change because I wanted a difference. I, I wanted to, to, to see where I can push myself. And I started investing dollars away every month. Cause I'm not, yeah, I'm not trying to do that anymore. I want to see where that takes me. So I took that to a you know, accountability and, and they would have to do. So at the end of the day, control your controllables, whatever you can control that happens, you know, out there, out of your control is none of your business. It, it, it don't let it bother you. If you have no control over it. This is, this is something that Joe, Joe has always said to me. And this, when I say he has been way more than a coach, he's been a mentor. He's been a big brother, like guys, everything to me. Like if it's not going to matter a year from now, Jesse, spend no more time on it than you are right now being upset. The more energy you continue to pour into it, the more it's going to bother you. If it's not going to matter a year from now, let it go. And guess what? The only thing that's going to matter a year from now is the state of my business and the state of my family. Oh, exactly. Hey, be be grateful for what you're building. Okay, take it day. Like I said, take it take it day by day. And for people that want to support you, that's awesome. For people that don't, you know, it is what it is. People will be, you know, you you'll you'll get to know who the fake people are, who 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 talks about the supporting game but doesn't support or anything like that. Believe in what you you know you want to accomplish in life, and it'll happen. If you let negativity come in, it won't happen. Start your own brand. See who starts hitting you up for free stuff. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and that's how it is. Hey, man. But at the end of the day, I do have to say, my brand would not be where it was or is today if it wasn't for my 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 group of friends getting behind me like yourself and, and supporting my vision and supporting what I'm trying to go out and do. You know, and, and I appreciate you know everything that you've done for me and 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 done you know like for my family. You know, like going forward, like way more than, you know, this, this started off as, you know, like a client, you know, thing. And like you, you've turned into a lifelong friend, man. And, and I am very grateful for you and then to have you in my corner, bro. So. Yeah, I'm grateful. All right. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in episode three with my boy, Jesse Jared, owner of BAM beyond all measures. All right. Yes. Uh, don't forget to check them out at what's your IG. Uh, it's at Jesse period, Jared. Um, and then beyond all measures is going to be beyond underscore all underscore measures. All right. Awesome. So. And guys, don't forget as well, this podcast will be posted on Spotify anchor and also full video on YouTube. So thank you again for checking it out and we'll see you on episode four. Thanks for having me, brother. No problem, bro.